You're listening to the Lucas Askew Experience. Now, here's your host, the one and only, Lucas Askew. What a natural conversation here. You're, you're leaning back, but it's the, they only have yeah, a certain, certain, certain range right here, right? Yeah. yeah. Because the LAE wants to hear your voice at pristine levels. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm, I'm taking, I always, use, yeah, I, I'm, I'm purposely doing this to see what the, what the differences are. Um, when, when I listen to Bill Burr, you know, how he'll, he'll do his funny noises Yeah. and, and sometimes he's screaming, but you can only hear him. Like it sounds like it's faded. Yeah, is that because he's probably sitting back here? Yeah, he's yeah. Stuff. Like yeah. You, you look at all like even Bill Simmons. Like sometimes he'll you can tell that he's far away from yeah. the mic, but fades away. Yeah. All right, so but, you got to keep me as still as possible. That might be the hardest thing that we overcome here tonight. Yeah, we'll. Uh, I'll, I'll we'll, keep it honest. Yeah, you, just pretend you're in a box right now. You you, you need to stay in this box and great. It's like uh, it's like Hitch. You, you're not moving. You know, don't worry. <laughs> Great yeah. reference, by the way. There, Will Smith's one of my favorites. Will Smith is Hitch by far is my favorite movie of all time. Seen it upwards of thirty <laughs> times now. No way. Thirty times. Yes, it's it's definitely not the, the 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 best movie in a lot of people's eyes, but for me, it it blends all you need in a great movie. You've got the star actors, star actress. Eva Mendez, you got a great plot line. A a lovable loser that wants to to get with the 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 hottest woman there. Yeah, Allegra Cole. Yep, and you, you build something. The date doctor. I love the Allegra Cole. The, the the name drop of the character is absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely, I have no idea who the actual actress is, but Allegra Cole. Uh, uh, I can picture her right now, beautiful. and uh, she's still looking for that pen. And Albert Brenneman delivers it for her <laughs> so i'm a big hitch fan okay but to go greatest movie of all time by far is uh maybe a stretch to get things started it's it's a little bit of a stretch but uh we're we're, we're here at the hot takes at yeah. uh, the lucas Asking experience love it hello world welcome to the lucas ask experience after the previous episode titled the announcement I received quite a few uh, notes from all of you LAE faithful members, and I, I appreciate the reach out, the kind words. And even some of you said that it was too young for me to retire, but uh, it was definitely a, a tough decision uh, to, to step away from this game uh, in, in, a, in the coming months. But in the end, I, I felt it was the, the right one to make. But you didn't come here today to listen to me wallow in the past. You came here to be entertained. And as promised, I was going to supercharge these episodes coming up and deliver you the content that satisfies your ear cravings. And today's episode is sure not to disappoint. As this uh, farewell tour continues, we'll be bringing your favorite guests from the past two seasons, but also some fresh faces. And this next person is definitely a fresh face. Uh, falls into the fresh face category. I'm not sure he has ever owned a razor at any point, but maybe the baby face is actually what he needs to close all his major sales deals. He's my first Dayton Flyer alumnus that has ever appeared on this podcast, which I don't know if that's really saying anything. I haven't reached out to a lot of Dayton Flyer alums, but it's an important note in his bio that he wanted me to note, so I've made sure to make mention of it. And lastly, 
He shares the namesake and is a distant relative to one of Canada's greatest actresses of all time. So, by association, he's in great company. So, without further ado, Scott McAdams. Welcome to the yeah, LA hey, Podcast. Bud, thanks for having me. I have I feel like I have so many uh just comments and reactions to the opening write up. Uh I'm I'm blushing, uh, for those who can't see in, in the studio. Uh thanks for having me. Of course. I, I'll have to check with the university <laughs> if I actually did graduate. I uh I do remember getting to the graduation that day, and I remember paying off plenty of student loans, but uh, we'd, we'd have to do some look into the fine print to see uh, how that netted So you're up. saying you, you don't have a brick uh, at the Dayton, Ohio yeah, campus? No, not because uh, they tried to charge an extra ten grand for that, and I wasn't uh, certainly not in a position at graduation to, uh, to, to pile on there, so... Um, yeah, I appreciate it, man. This is great. I'm uh, I'm I'm excited to be back in the saddle. It's been about been about ten years since I've had a mic in front of me. Would be my guess. Yes, and we will get into that your your own comeback tour. Uh, you you were uh, a local celebrity on the uh, your university days. We'll we'll get into that in a little bit. But um, obviously, for for the listeners that that don't know how how we know each other, I actually don't even really know how how we know each other, but. You, you moved from Chicago to San Francisco this past year. You you uprooted everything. You, you moved your, your wife out here. You took a new job. And you're, you've been rocking and rolling ever since. So walk me through what uh, what brought you out to the West Coast and, and how's it been thus far? Yeah, so we, uh, my wife and I, uh, we just hit one year in the Bay Area. Congratulations. Thanks. We're, uh, we're, we're born and raised Midwesterners. I'm a Chicagoan. She's a she's a Cleveland, Ohio native. Uh, a, cl- a Clevelander, a or like, like w- what would be the equivalent? Yeah, I think that's right. Okay, uh, I, I absolutely think that's right. She she's a she's uh, from a, a eastern suburb of Cleveland, Menor, Ohio. Which the only reason I'm bringing this up is because Menor, Ohio, gets a ton of play on Chicago Bears airwaves. Uh, uh, broadcast these days, uh, Mitch Trubisky, yeah, starting quarterback, starting quarterback. For the Bears, uh, North Carolina alum. There you go, entering his third season here. Uh, bit big, you know, uh, uh, some big shoes to fill for Mitch this year uh, after a promising second year. Anyways, they, and I don't know what other athletes. Uh, they talk about their high school nearly as much as they do Mitch Trubisky. They talk about Menor High School three, four times a broadcast. Uh, it's a positive because it gets my wife into watching the games and my in-laws to be rooting for the Bears. That's a great sell. Uh, but it drives me nuts because that's all she then refers to. And, and uh, she had, has a little fun every time they talk about Mitch Trubisky. So, anyway, so is that we'll give that high school even more love yeah, on this podcast? Yeah. Is Mitch Trubisky basically just the the god of this high school? Like everything is named after like the Trubinsky Wing, the Trubinsky Arena no, Stadium. But hold on, I have to I have to stop you right there. What I love, you already sound like a Chicagoan putting the N in his name. There is no N. It is Mitch Trubisky. But you are spoken like a true Southside Polish Chicagoan who throws the N before the ski at the end. Uh, you would fit right in. Uh, 
Uh, no, but you know, it's funny. There's there's another family who has basically donated hundreds of millions of dollars to this high school. Uh, the the Osborne family. I cannot believe I'm talking about this right now. But the Osborne family is is uh, uh, they own every building uh, and every naming rights possible uh, in in Menor, Ohio. So Mitch has a ways to go, but uh, but hopefully a good another good couple of years, big contract, and maybe we'll get the uh, Mitch Trubisky wing of Menor, Ohio at some point. Wow. Okay. That is <laughs> that is deep knowledge yeah. for all my Midwestern listeners are, are, are smiling ear to ear. Yeah, people are loving this. So so gosh, I started with a with a pretty deep tangent that was a deep cut but i I appreciated it yeah we're all right so we're back so we're midwesterners uh through and through we were probably getting to that stage in chicago uh we both just turned 30 so we were probably getting that stage where we were going to think about buying property or having kids or do the do the midwest thing right a couple years into marriage that that's kind of what comes next um anyway we we uh a couple work opportunities came about uh, and, and we kind of jumped on it. So I, I was, uh, I had been covering the West Coast for a bunch of years uh, for, for the last company I was with, a uh, sports marketing company out of Chicago. And I was asked to, to basically move here and be present in market to be, to be a little bit more impactful. Uh, so I, I, the fun part of that story is uh, I went home one night, was like, hey, uh, uh, Meg, what do you think about moving to the West Coast? And uh, it was like one night she loved the idea. She must have had a bad day at work that day. Uh, and then the next day she uh, she absolutely hated it and uh, thought it was the craziest idea I've ever had. So we argued, like most uh, good married couples do, we argued for basically a couple months. And then the idea kind of died uh, until it was, it was just before Thanksgiving 2017. I come home and she tells me that uh, she reached out to someone on LinkedIn earlier that day, which is totally unlike her. Uh, but she, she reached out to someone. Uh, they had a conversation about this company based uh, in San Francisco. That same day. Same day. Same day. A uh, company based in San Francisco called Ollie, O-L-L-Y. They make gummy vitamins. And there was an awesome opportunity, an awesome role uh, for my wife to join this startup at the time. Uh, so I come home. We chat about it. She was interviewing with the CEO within a couple of weeks, got a job offer, decided she was going to take it. Uh, I went back to my company, Intersport, uh, told them we were we were making moves. We were moving to the West Coast. The thing we had talked about earlier, it's in motion. Uh, so, so we're doing it. But we had like this six-month grace period before the first uh, of the year in 2018 and, and basically the end of June. My wife was finishing grad school at Northwestern in Chicago. Okay. Uh, so her company, her new company, Ollie, uh, had suggested she can work from home. She can come into town every couple weeks. Whatever was needed that six-month period, they'd be able to make it work. Meanwhile, I'm just doing the same thing, based in Chicago still at the time, flying back and forth between Chicago and the West Coast every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that... Uh, time period in that six month time period pretty pretty early on i was out here san francisco making a sales call to my then client now employer playstation uh and i was using the west coast move as good banter uh to to make sure that 
the entire conversation wasn't just me trying to sell them uh, something that, that I'd been, you know, anxiously awaiting for so long. And I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm moving west. Uh, you're going to have to see me a lot more. And, uh, and so my meeting ends. Boss asked me if I have a minute to, to chat. Pardon me, the client at the time, boss now, asked me if I have a minute to chat. She closes the door uh, and basically asked me to come work for her. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, long story short, within a week, I was interviewing at PlayStation, uh, took the gig, and uh, and now I'm uh, uh, within the marketing organization uh, at Sony PlayStation. Wow, that is that is quite the adventure. What started out is is your outreach to to Meg, your wife, and then she got the job, and you had to follow suit. Yeah. It. Uh, Yes, we're super fortunate. A lot of good opportunities came about. Had some big decisions to make, uh, but when when the opportunities arose, we kind of looked at everything, evaluated everything, and said, "It's now or never." We're uh, we're only going to get more comfortable in Chicago and the Midwest. Other things uh, that that come up in life are are probably going to start taking shape, and it's going to be harder to make a big move like we did. Uh, so we jumped on it. We're loving it. We're uh, we're taking full advantage of what the West Coast and, and this great city of San Francisco has to offer. So moved from Chicago to San Fran, not San Fran, San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, people, yeah. what's the deal on that? People just I, don't uh, just don't appreciate that. So I including thought, my wife, who's listening and will knock me a little bit later for saying San Fran. Do, but. do you? Because because you are not uh, a native of the Bay Area. No, as, as you can tell, I have my, my Midwestern roots. Uh, yeah, Trubinsky, but uh, yeah, but, but born, so, born and raised in Canada. Yes, and and everyone uh, that I know from the Midwest uh, sounds like probably some of your close circle. Uh, up too. in Canada, what, you call it San Fran. I, it, that's what I was gonna say. Like we we always like my mom asked me every time that we speak, how's San Fran? I haven't had the heart yet to tell her that she shouldn't use that lingo mm-hmm. when speaking with locals. I, I don't really understand what the hate is for it, but um, I remember getting a piece of advice when we were moving out here that it was either SF or the full San Francisco. So, and I, I get the people don't want to be called Frisco. That that feels a little weird. Like that that's a little out there. Yeah. But San Fran, it seems like a, a loving term, not not a derogatory term, but I've I've felt very vile responses from from locals that uh, have been have shared that with me that yeah. San Fran just isn't uh, what what we've been called. Yeah, I don't know. I can't figure it out. Do, do you get the same way about like Ch- Chai Town? That's that's not even that's not even a, a direct comparison for Chicago. No, but like to be honest, I don't I uh, you don't care? I don't mind whatever whatever you want to call it, right? The second city, Chicago. Shy town, shy city. There's, there's a million little play on words you could do. Uh, none of them bother me. It, you know the West Coast yeah. can get a little. Soft. Yes, and on, on that end, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll steer the conversation Same away subjects, from. Thanks. Yes. Keep you out of trouble. Uh, yes. Let, let's let's actually go back to why you're uh, on on this podcast today. Other than um, somehow as. We mentioned a couple of weeks ago you were about 59th on the guest list. Yeah. So uh, it it shows what it takes to get uh, up to the front of the line. The the right check that uh, was was cashed in in my name does help. Uh, but you 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 provided a compelling story. You are on this comeback tour of a 
you are reigniting the band, uh, aka you and one of your uh, your college buddies of this great radio show that you had back when you were a Dayton Flyer. Ten years later, you're reigniting it live here tonight. So come on here, uh, promote it. Talk yeah, to me about it. Yeah, I, pre- I appreciate it. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll absolutely tell you all about uh, our collegiate radio show. Uh, but before, I, I find the power of podcast so funny and great. Uh, and it's why the, the industry is uh, uh, taking off and doing some amazing things right now. Uh, but I know you said that I'm 59 on the list, but now I'm here in studio rock and roll. You can absolutely take a look back at this content at the end of the night and put me, keep me right there in the 59 hole. Because- exactly. The the listeners may not actually even hear the yeah. the recording of this because after. After listening to it, it may be worth yeah. 59th in, in the hopper, but yeah. I'm uh, fairly certain this may this this may hit the edit room floor. You know, my my producers will will take a look and uh, make yeah. a final decision. But thus far, you you've come out with uh, an early start, uh, kind right. of making a, a deep cut reference. You you like Hitch, which uh, which I obviously big points <laughs> for for me. But yeah. uh, t- tell me about the the radio yeah. show. So um, so early freshman year. Uh, so again, I'm Chicagoan. I'm a massive White Sox fan, big sports fan across the board. I would put baseball and the White Sox uh, as my top priority as it relates to that. And then in some, so them winning the World Series, the greatest moment of yeah, your sports sports life. Yeah, and you know, so I was a, a junior in high school at the time, uh, so I remember a bunch of that vividly. But I even still to this day. So if you think about. Uh, my 30-year life, uh, the 90s growing up in Chicago was unbelievable with the Jordan Bulls uh, mm-hmm. and the six championships in, in eight seasons. Um, I obviously, the first thing I say whenever we talk about Jordan is I totally wish I was older for that run. I, I, I certainly wasn't old enough to appreciate at the time what was going on. I can now look back and be very appreciative of what the city of Chicago had. Uh, I'm not a huge hockey fan, but I, I realize the Blackhawks have had great years mm-hmm. uh, from, I believe, 2010 to like 2015. I think they won three in there. Um, anyways, the 2005 World Series is something I'll always look back on. I still think I wish I was a little bit older to appreciate uh, what, what they did and what they accomplished. So anyways, I'm a big White Sox fan. Uh, met this uh, at Dayton, the University of Dayton. Chicago was a massive feeder to the university for whatever reason. A lot of big Catholic-associated, Christian-associated high schools feed to, to some of those uh, distinctive colleges within the Midwest. Dayton happened to be uh, a big a big recipient of those students so met a kid uh from chicago massive cubs fan uh good just good old chicago boy uh raised by by uh, a school teacher and a fireman of the city of chicago uh just born and bred chicagoan bleed chicago blood uh we met grew to be great friends both grew to have similar professional interests, such as we both kind of wanted to be in the sports media 
marketing world if we knew anything about what we wanted to do in our careers uh, at the at the young age of 18. Uh, so anyways, we started a radio show. Uh, we, we thought it was the coolest thing ever. We both kind of uh, did some other things. Like I wrote for the school newspaper. He was oh, in- so you, ha- you had a column. Like yeah, the McAdams corner? Yeah, no, they, they buried me. <laughs> they they gave me they gave me the stories no one wanted. So I was doing uh you know, women's field hockey stories, um underwater basket weaving, uh okay. checking in on how the program was surviving. Um but no you know, I I uh, I wrote a, a couple stories a year uh for the newspaper. Would you say you were like the Rick Riley of uh Yeah. That, that, of your college that that's a that's a great comparison actually one of my really good childhood friends uh recently married rick riley's son oh wow uh, which which i don't know that's kind of interesting they live here in the bay area did you go to the wedding no you didn't get invited so no, i guess not invited it, not not yeah. that childhood yeah. friend but definitely you yeah. you fell off uh the good graces yeah no doubt about it fair enough yeah she, she won't, it she, happens. She won't return my, uh, hey, I'm new to the Bay Area text. Do you want to get together? <laughs> Maybe you can, after this uh, podcast episode, make mention that uh, you, you gave a shout-out to Rick Riley, retired now, basically. Yeah. Uh, so – Maybe that maybe that's the the maybe ticket this, in. Yeah, th- this really could be. By the way, the LAE with the following it has here in the Bay Area, it might make her way, make its way on its own. Uh, in A little her, organic. Uh, yeah. Promotion. I, I appreciate yeah. that. So. So I'll circle back on that. Uh, so, anyways, uh, me and my buddy Nick, uh, we we're both in the space. Said we want to do a radio show. He's a massive Cubs fan. I'm a massive White Sox fan. We we have mutual interest in the other Chicago teams. Uh, at Dayton, uh, the big sport there is a basketball program. I've uh, had a had a tremendous run when we were there, and then the handful of years uh, after we graduated, ended up making an Elite Eight appearance uh, one year. Uh, so so super fun. Uh, so our show was based on Chicago sports. Uh, we, we went hard on the Cubs-Sox rivalry, Dayton Flyer basketball, uh, and then we filled the rest of the time with any other national news stories that, that we thought would be would be relevant. A huge topic at the time. Again, we, we were in school from uh, 2007 to 2011, and uh, it was kind of when LeBron was just taking over uh, as the poster child of the NBA. And I, This was after his the decision – Moved to Miami and kind of rolling up those championships. Yeah, we um we, right. So he was on the oh tail end. I, of, I think the tail end of Cleveland happened like in 08 or 09. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that was great fuel for my anti-LeBron fire, uh, because you know, and I, I realize in hindsight we could go into the decision and dissect in a, a million different ways. We don't need to go there. Um, but, but as you heard on the last episode, I titled it "The Announcement Instead of the Decision to Spite uh, Spite LeBron." So, yeah, um, yeah. Good. So we, we, we're both on anti-LeBron. So yeah. we're we're both great, both in that. So we, we 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 can we can move on. Which, by the way, congrats on your uh, impending fatherhood to you and uh, you, you and your wife. Thank you. You know, it's uh, uh it's a big 
big step in life. Yeah, you you can't just talk about the announcement and and try to just skirt that right underneath the, the table. There, I gotta at least throw throw some props back your way. We'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll dissect that we'll later. Get there, yeah, Greg, please. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really just intrigued by this uh, this radio show. I want to know: Were you in the first position? Were you? Cr- Mike, Mike, are you were you the mad yeah. dog? Like what? Uh, yeah, I, give, I, give me your shtick. Yeah, I drove the show. I would say um, we will actually have Nick on later, and he will verify this or refute that fact. Yeah, no, no. We'll, we'll Nick, Nick can absolutely uh, be the one. Actually, fun story, which which we'll talk about later. Uh, Nick said, as we're kind of reviving this thing in podcast form, let's talk about our favorite moments from from those many years, uh, and. and when he said that, you would think a bunch of favorite moments jumped to mind, but actually, uh, a kind of a sour moment j- jumped to mind. One year, our time slot—it was—it was basically a weekly show. Yeah, we had uh, we had anywhere between one and three hours every week that fit within the the Flyer Radio was the name of the organization uh, within the Flyer Radio calendar. One year, we had Wednesday mornings from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., which, by the way. It is as you know, working adults now. It, it's not uh, that's not early, yes, per se. Uh, but for Nick, for some reason, I found myself at his front door of the Shakedown, which was the name of his house, um, <clears throat> every Wednesday morning at eight forty-five a.m., banging down the door, trying to get him awake, getting coffee in his system, and into the studio for nine a.m. airtime. Uh, this was not the days. Of, of the podcast world where we could put everything on pause. We had to adhere uh, to FCC compliance and, yeah. and, and you, you know that drill. So, uh, excuse me, we'll, we'll have to, uh, we'll have to grill him on that later and see if he remembers that as uh, as one of his uh, uh, not so fonder moments. Yeah. Or um, if he's just completely forgotten about that. But so I'm telling you, we uh, we're, we're, um, as you know, because you opened the show with this, talking about the University of Dayton, uh, we're extremely uh, prideful and appreciative of how much fun we had at Dayton. Uh, we're, we're a very passionate group. Everyone who, who you meet from Dayton would love to go on for hours and hours and talk about it. Uh, so, th- so that's not lost on us. We had a blast. We love UD. Um, but this was like we, we had a lot of fun in a lot of other ways. This was like the most fun we had doing something productive with ourselves that we felt who knows if it helped us out in our careers one way or the other. But but we looked forward to it more than anything. Uh, we, we obviously we got all our friends to listen in. We had the we thought it was the coolest thing ever to have callers calling in. Oh, yeah. Like our family and friends from Chicago. Uh, we, we, for whatever reason, thought it was the coolest thing ever. Uh, we'll probably talk about this later, too. But I, I uh, we. we we played high school basketball with a couple guys who ended up making it uh, to the league. Uh, both still in the league, having having really successful. Careers. Who uh, can you can you name yeah, drop sure, these people? Sure, Evan Turner. Evan Turner. Uh, people know Evan Turner. Yeah, of course. And and the other one who's who's equally, if not more popular. Can, can I can I guess? Yeah. Mike Connolly. Oh no 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 no! But but unbelievable. But, yeah, that was that was my only guess. You're guessing Conley maybe because. He, he went, went to Ohio, Ohio, State. Ohio State. Whoops! With, uh, Whoops! I, I I thought I was talking to Dayton. That's a that, that's a faux pas right here. No, my, my apologies. I won't kill you for it. Um, no. So so the other high school uh, 
teammate that we had that uh, that called in on the show, Iman Shumpert. Oh, wow. Uh, but both those guys were in college at the time. So they were – I mean, Evan Turner ended up being the national player of the year yeah. over John Wall uh, his junior season, which is, which is impressive in its own right. Uh, Iman Shumpert certainly wasn't – you wouldn't call him a, a lottery pick or, or a high draft prospect. He went to Georgia Tech, if you remember. Had a good career at Georgia Tech, but I wouldn't say a great career by any means. And he's he's put together, uh, uh, I think he's in his ninth season or going in his tenth season in the NBA. Uh, he's an absolute defensive stalwart where, wherever he goes and a, a great teammate. Uh, and he does a lot of cool stuff off the court, too. He's a uh, he's in the rap game. He's got a bunch of his own tracks. His, oh wow! His wife's in the rap game in a in a big way. Uh, she she's super popular, super famous. So, anyways, they're they're a very interesting couple. Uh, Nick loves to tell that story because those guys turned out to be great pro ball players, and they they gave us a bunch of their time uh, on our airwaves. Oh wow! They were you were some of their first interviewers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, wow. we we uh, you could say it was media training for those guys. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That uh, so. Will they, 10 years later, do you think you can uh, give old Shumpert and uh, Turner a call? Yeah, I'd be, I would be overstating uh, my current relationship with those guys. I, if, oh, if, you if, can overstate. That's, uh, that's what we're then, here for. In that case, yeah, they were asking if they could make a studio appearance tonight. Okay, that's, uh, for, for that's, the that's really what I wanted to hear. So. Yeah, so the, they should be by uh, within the hour. Okay, that's yeah. uh, that's good to hear. Shumpert and uh, Evan Turner coming up after the break. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, uh, okay, so we will uh, – where can we get this podcast? You, you know who else um, – you know who – sorry. I, I, I'll, I, I'll un, unbelievable. Yeah. It's called the Lucas Ask Experience for a reason because uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm riding this ship. Yeah, but, I'm, uh, I'm hijacking the show. What, uh, what do you have here? The other really fun interview that we did uh, who's, who's built himself some nice popularity in the sports media world was Jonah Carey. Oh, Jonah Carey, the uh, baseball guy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it was right after he wrote the he, he wrote the book. Uh, I think it was called From Worst to First, uh, all about the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, who who were kind of one of those initial teams in that Moneyball era. I know everyone gives Billy Bean and the Oakland A's local shout out there uh, the majority of the credit, but that Tampa Bay Rays organization uh, who ended up going to the World Series and, and losing in the World Series, I believe. Um, th- that year, anyways, he had just uh, written and published the book, and uh, so he was doing the PR tour. And we had a connection in New York who uh, I reached out to, said, "Hey, anytime you got people looking for interviews, we'd love to get them on the local Dayton, Ohio airwaves." Wow! And uh, so we had a fun interview with him. I, I would be remiss to to make mention Jonah Carey is Canadian. Yeah, Canadian, Canadian broadcaster go. from Montreal went to Concordia University. Appreciate uh, great Canadian journalism. Maybe that's why uh, my, my he, he was just so nice. He he saw this opportunity, giving back to the local community. Uh, probably appreciates the the Dayton folks and um, Jonah Carey. Great great interviewer. I'm as well. headed to Montreal this weekend for the first time. Maybe I'll have to get back reconnect. I think I think Jonah. you need to uh, reconnect. See, I'm sure I'm sure he's probably there for a, a summer vacation right now. Summertime in Montreal, top notch. Yeah, okay. I would rate it in probably the top three 
of destinations in North America in the summertime. Does bar it, none. That's big. Does it get hot and muggy like it does uh, in the Midwest, in New York City, in Washington, D.C.? Is it similar in that regard? It's similar, but not to the same level of mugginess. Yeah, kind of. The, I think the French air uh, and just <laughs> like the, the French, oh, 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 you know, kind of uh, yeah. reduces the, the humidity a little bit. Um, and the, the humility comes up. Uh, and the with people. The, great, the people are. The people make it cooler. Of course. Yeah. It basically is a, a piece of Europe in Canada or, or North America. Yeah, that's fantastic. Montreal, uh, I'm assuming bachelor party. Yep, bachelor party this weekend, first time. Or- that that was uh, my bachelor party two plus years ago. Yeah, you're you're gonna we're gonna have to compare notes here yes. at the end of the show. Obviously, yeah, there's some things that we can share and some things obviously we'll have we to take we'll, off. The that, air. that will be off the yeah. air. You can uh, you can catch us after dark. So moving on. So t- talked about your, your transition. We've spent a lot of time in your sh- Chicago roots. Uh, the one thing I, I, I really want to, to focus in on, because there's probably a lot of listeners uh, for this particular podcast, because of the lead-in that I gave, because of the description, they want to know what Canadian actress is related uh, to you. So I, I made mention in the opening that uh, you would be a, a distant relative to that Canadian actress who I'm... Not quite to the hitch level of uh, movie stardom, but uh, a couple of her movies I've uh, I've watched many many times because she is one of Canada's proudest exports. Yeah, which, which is your favorite performance of uh, hers by her? Yeah, um, I would probably lean into the Notebook. If, if I'm being completely honest and and, and transparent uh, yeah. right now, obviously. Wedding Crashers is is a is a huge piece of hers. She mean was, Girls she as well. She was blonde in the Notebook. Am I saying that right? Uh, kind of a, a blonde brunette. Yeah. Kind of a, a dirty blonde. Because she went she went pretty hardcore dark in Wedding Crashers. If she she went extremely dark. Yeah, that's right. Yes. So the Notebook was her was her coming out party. And anyways, so so one of my favorites too. I, I also I I'm I'm laughing pretty hard inside because why do you think we're related <laughs> did i tell you at some point that we're related you know i'm i was just trolling the uh, imdb page and uh was taking a look at uh some of your bio as well yeah. and i came across uh, scott mcadams rachel mcadams that's obviously who we're talking about is this uh canadian actress uh the notebook mean girls and uh and wedding crashers but you know, I, I heard through the grapevine that you were a, a distant relative of her. Yeah, I I wish. I think she... Um, so you're w- telling me at the McAdams reunions, you're not seeing her. Yeah, no, I'm not. I, I'm a little disappointed that uh, kind of this this bait and switch that uh, I was I was telling, pumping this up as, as a relative. But. Well, the other thing that I would uh, have used her for if she had been uh, my relative... Uh, would have been would have been the real intro during the wedding crasher days to my to my man crush of a of an actor my favorite actor uh, Vince Vaughn I know I know you kind of you, you wanted to get into yes Vince, Vince yes Vaughn yeah, you you, you do have a, a Vince Vaughn story that uh, is worth is worth sharing but yeah. you, you would have wanted her to uh, oh. obviously that was at the peak of his his stardom as well yeah there's no doubt in my mind if I had caught wind. That she was doing, if she was my cousin and she's doing, 
a, a studio lot gig with Vince Vaughn over the course of a number of months. There's no doubt in my mind I would have been there every morning begging to get backstage and just hang with that dude and just see him interact with people uh, would be enough because from my very brief uh, star-studded moment where I met him, yes, uh, he is what I love about him is what you see in all his performances uh, on the big screen is exactly who he is uh, off the field. So you're saying the character he plays is basically himself, which that's, is why he's so authentic and good. That's why he's great, right? Uh, and it, yeah, you could argue he doesn't have a ton of versatility uh, in in. Hey, you don't always need to be a five tool player. Yeah, that's you know right. if if you can if you <laughs> if can crack you doubles, power, yeah, yeah, that's all you need <laughs> to do. If you're a power hitter, I don't need you stealing bases. No, um, you can strike out tons of times, but totally. you, uh, the Babe Ruth rule, you only remember the home runs. Yeah, I will say I I I thought uh, I don't know if you're a True Detective guy. Did you, did you watch True Detective? I did watch this past season, but I did not watch the first two. Season three, okay. I heard so, season two sucked. So, so season one's great though. Yeah, Vince Vaughn and Rachel McAdams were were two of the in season one, three or four stars in season two. Oh, wow! So season one Oof. was was uh, really good, critically acclaimed as as the best of the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty dark and twisted. Uh, season two, uh, it it tried to draft off uh, the the wings of season one. Um, but it had, but it had. Uh, I, I'm not a huge critic of shows, right? What do I care about when I'm sitting down to watch a Netflix, HBO, Showtime, whatever it is, show for sixty to ninety minutes? I want to be entertained, right? yeah. And every time when I just like this podcast, right? you want to be entertained. Are you not entertained? Exactly. Yeah. I, I uh, and and I was always entertained by True Detective season two. Great cast of Vince Vaughn. Uh, uh, my cousin Rachel McAdams and uh, and Colin Farrell and I'm sure there are others I'm missing but anyways I thought that was great. Um, season three was good too. What did you think of season three? Uh, it was. Oh, you didn't like it. I didn't love it. You know, I I my attention span is is short a lot a lot of the times. <laughs> so we have very different different very different very different. Like if, That's if you, why you just hitch kept you on the exactly edge of your seat. Every single minute there, they're bringing something new into the equation. The 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 whole uh, um, whole trick about getting getting the waitress's number. Yeah, un- unbelievable, oh. unbelievable. <laughs> you still use it to this day. Still, that's a, that's how I got Jilly's number. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, Vince. Vaughn, I thought Vince Vaughn uh, was was good in season two, and he showed a little bit of versatility. But stick to who you are uh, naturally, which has been the mo- most of his gigs that we all know and love uh, uh, deeply. So, I am at my favorite. Uh, th- this is uh, and timing's important on this one. This is. Early December of 2016. Okay, so this this is your run-in with Vince Vaughn. Your yep. your one true run-in yep, with the legend. That's right. Um, I'm at my favorite sushi place in Manhattan Beach, uh, which which is you know a, a neighborhood of Los Angeles. Uh, a coworker, also a college roommate of mine, was in town. Saw each other on. Whether it was Instagram or Snapchat, we we figured out that we were both in L.A. at the same time. So we met up for sushi. I took my favorite spot. 
we're sitting there. He's telling me a story. Like, I've yapped at you the last 45 minutes. He was yapping at me for like five. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't get a word in. Uh, I had to cut Oh, don't worry. We will be cutting a lot of your your answers here. So it might just be the intro in this Vince Vaughn story. Yeah, perfect. That that's the beauty of this business. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah, that's perfect. I'm I'm totally on board with that. So we're sitting there. He's talking to me about what was happening earlier today. What, what whatever it was that he was talking about. Uh, I had to stop him and I said, Mike, uh, whatever you've been talking about the last five minutes, I, I I quit listening because I I'm hearing this voice over my right shoulder and it is bugging the hell out of me to figure out who it is but I know the voice and I love the voice and I need to figure it out and as I was kind of telling him what I was going through it immediately clicked to me that it was Vince Vaughn and uh, I've, I've been fortunate enough to work in and around sports for a bunch of years uh, just like you we, we've probably been exposed to a bunch of athletes and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and people in the space that we admire and look up to uh, I, I don't tend to get overly star-studded much anymore around athletes but when i knew that vince vaughn was sitting right next to me at my favorite sushi joint i was absolutely ecstatic so just to do the double triple confirm i did the fake go to the bathroom move oh yeah come back and take a good look so i wasn't i wasn't being creepy the other part of the story is we're the last two tables in the joint. Let's say it's 9.30 or 10 o'clock at night at this point. Uh, and the, 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 the waitress clearly wanted us the heck out of there. Uh, but but so it clicked to me. Vince Vaughn, big Chicago guy as well. He, I know he's a massive Cubs fan. As much pains me to say this and do this. I thought, you know what would be fun? Uh, why don't I send He was sitting with three other guys. Funniest part about it was, the other three guys did not get a word in. He, Vince Vaughn was just doing his shtick, and he was wearing d- dirty, beat-up jeans. He had plumber's crack going, a T-shirt. His hair was was almost full gray, so he was not he was not in in uh, in production at the time. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. He was between gigs, I believe. Uh, he was getting getting ready for a revival of Swingers, but so it pains me to to do this. Um, I I call our waitress over. I said, hey, will you bring four shots of sake or whatever it was uh, over to the table behind us? But but when you serve them, you have to say, go Cubs. She didn't really understand what I was saying, but she followed through on the plan and executed brilliantly. Uh, so as she did it, Vince Vaughn and his, his crew turned around. They were like, hey, guys, thanks. It's pretty cool. Said cheers. Said, hey, we know you're from Chicago. Big Cubs fan. Congratulations. I, I'm a huge White Sox fan. Anyway, we, you know, he's a huge Chicago sports fan. He's a big Notre Dame guy. Um, we ended up talking Notre Dame football for 15 minutes with wow. Vince Vaughn, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, pr- pretty cool. Uh, he was an awesome dude. Again, my biggest takeaway from it was what you see in movies is exactly who he is as a normal guy. He's just kind of a guy's guy, wants to talk about sports, wants to eat good food. Uh, not not too fancy, not overly fancy. So it was super cool. I'll uh, I'll never forget it. Uh, Vince Vaughn is uh, one of my heroes. Vince Vaughn. Okay, yeah. that that is a great Vince Vaughn story. It it might have been plussed up had your distant cousin uh, Rachel, Rachel McAdams connected you two, but yeah. but uh, it's still still a solid story. And at a sushi spot too. Thanks. Who doesn't yeah. love good good sushi? Sushi spots great, by the way. If uh, if you want the exact location. It's called like Izakaya 
by Matsuya in Manhattan Beach, California. Uh, unbelievable. Out of this world sushi. So if you're in the L.A. area, go check it out. That's a Scott McD- McAdams recommendation. So if you don't like it, you can uh, email him at scott at... Uh, <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by Izakaya by Matsuya. There you go. We, we didn't have a traditional sponsor. We might have found one, the uh, Izakawa Sushi Spot <laughs> yeah. in Manhattan Beach. Yeah. I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong, but I'll make sure to... I'll give them a ring afterwards if they want to send some man dollars. Yeah, uh, g- give them a ring and we'll... we'll We'll push the traffic to them over the next couple of weeks. Great, I'll take a commission. Uh, I'll, I'll maybe I'll take the whole thing. It'll just be good for for. Oh, of course, we'll we'll, we'll take just a, a couple spicy tuna rolls, and yeah. uh, I think we'll we'll call it a day. Perfect. Uh, well, yeah. What uh, what's what's your best what's your best celeb run-in story? <sighs> My best celeb run-in story that you have not yet shared on, on the podcast on the, on the pod. Ooh, um, let me let me think about this one. We've got we've got the John Daly running is a uh, is, is is a good one. I love that but, one. You, you you just told me this the other day. <laughs> I'd love I'd love for the audience to be able to hear it. The, the thing with John Daly though is isn't they a, a true celeb? So there's uh, or not as big of a celeb as a Vince Vaughn, but he's uh, he's quite the character. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's talk a little uh, little John Daly. So, yeah. when when you talk about John Daly, the couple things that come to mind are his uh, British Open and PGA Championship wins. Yep. Uh, his love of uh, of beverages and and cigars. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's a big University of Arkansas fan alum. Woo like pig. Woo pig suey. Woo pig suey. Uh, one of the best chants when you have 75,000 people doing it at one time, one of the weirdest chants when you're at a lower tier sport <laughs> and you have 10 people doing it, it yeah. doesn't have the same, yeah. same, same luster to it. But John Daly, University of Arkansas alum, 2012, I was working at the University of Arkansas, full-time intern, which meant, uh, I got paid in, in pizza. Uh, so one of my roles as a, as an intern is that you do everything that uh, is asked of you you uh, you clean up garbage you, you you put things away and then you drive people in golf carts important people to places they need to be so on that uh, that tailgate Saturday my job was uh, was to man the golf cart and I had J J dot daily was uh, what I was given instructions I, I don't I don't know if they thought that uh, I didn't know who John Daly was or, or the person that was uh, lining this up didn't really know the spectacle, but I had a feeling I knew who it was, but uh, until his uh, his car pulled up and uh, as he got out of the door, uh, the, the figure of John Daly uh, came up pretty pretty close. But my job was to transport him from our basketball arena to his tailgate, which was probably like two, three minutes away. Um, but obviously, he wanted to maximize this time. Like, I'm I'm one on one with with John Daly. Had this podcast been in production, that would have been a live podcast. That I would have just driven around campus aimlessly <laughs> and just continued to talk. Bad about. turns, left exactly. And right. He he would have been losing it, just throwing f bombs. But I'd been great, getting great content. So uh, so J- John Daly comes comes up and uh, he's obviously going to a tailgate. So he has a uh, a few twenty four packs of uh, of his favorite favorite beverage. I'm I'm not quite sure it might have been natty light uh it was it was definitely something that uh highly consumable um so he had 
He had all of his beverages, had this giant stack of cigars. So basically he's ready for a tailgate. Um, so I, I, he, he gets in and uh, I, I say, hello, John. Uh, how are you doing today? He's a very casual, very, very nice, very nice guy. Uh, so as, as I'm starting the drive, I'm like, okay, you know, you got John Daly one-on-one. This is the time you can ask him anything. You can ask him about those, those great major championships. You can maybe ask him, maybe, uh, might not be great asking about kind of his, his downturn. How about his crazy pants? How about, uh, gaining weight, losing weight? There's so many ways this conversation could go. And I'm just, I'm, I'm starting to tense up in the moment because I don't really know what, uh, what I'm going to say, but. I only have about two minutes to, to say something and have him respond. So, uh, you know, I, I work up the courage and I'm going to start my way out. And, and I ask the question that you ask every person that uh, you are, are driving around and want to learn more about. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> hey, 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 Mr. Mr. Daly, um, uh, do, you, do you come here often? <laughs> do you come here often was the, was the best line like uh, that, I, that I could think of. Diner. Exactly. Like a local diner or a, a Building up the courage to ask a, a girl out on a date, like it was. Uh, I, I look back on this, I have many regrets in life, but that that one right there uh, is. He kind of brushed it off and yeah. said, "Obviously, uh, you know, I, I come come to games a couple times a year, but he just wasted that opportunity. Uh, unlike you, that 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 gave your your idol uh, Vince Vaughn a shot and it had some meaningful conversation." All I could muster up is, yeah. do you come here often? I gave it the full backswing. I, I wouldn't say I piped it 300 down the middle, but I might be in the first cut. Exactly. I was definitely not gripping and ripping it there. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, I was basically uh, just driving the speed of a golf cart, which is about 10 miles per hour. Yeah, so, that's right. So I, I dropped him off, and uh, I've never seen him again. So I, I wonder if he is, at this moment, kind of thinking back on, on his uh, – conversations that he's had and i bet he probably looks back and like wow i, I saw great talent in this kid and uh he just just didn't come <laughs> come to fruition so john if you're out there if you found your way to the la podcast i appreciate your your listenership we'd love to have you come on <laughs> and we can ask you i will ask you more appropriate questions this time no topic is uh we we could talk about whatever you want and trust me i will not ask you if you come here often <laughs> I, I wonder how much action he had on the razorbacks that day Ooh, this was uh, 2012. This is when they were uh, like 11 and two that year. Oh, they were yeah. a really good team. Got up to number four. This is the Petrino years. Yeah, but we still had a top top five team. Yeah. Just couldn't beat Bama and LSU that year. Yeah, sounds right. But yeah, that was uh, that was my my celebrity run in. That uh, you know they're on different levels, but they're they're both good stories. Jo- Johnny D is one of my favorites too. I uh, you know, but I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, as a little bit longer of a resident here locally, there's but John, coming up on six years now. There's John Daly Boulevard. Yes, is that named after this John Daly that we're referring to? What I've been told is no, because it uh, he really didn't have any connection to the San Francisco area. There is obviously John is a common name. Daly is a relatively sure. common name, but it is interesting. <laughs> That a boulevard, a long boulevard specifically, that probably is at least 300 yards. Sure. Basically <laughs> an, an entire drive from John. Yeah. Um, it would be apropos that uh, would be named, but I've been told no. So I would then I would assume whoever that John Daly is that, that we need to, to look up and figure out is probably the same uh, Daly City 
uh, is probably named after that same person or that same that family. same family. Yeah, would uh, would be my guy. F- funny enough, my in laws were in town last weekend, and we were driving somewhere over there past John Daly Boulevard, and they asked me if it was after the golfer, and I was like, Yeah, of course. It is. <laughs> Yeah, of course you say that. Yeah. 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 I couldn't let them down. Exactly. They would be they would be disappointed. Because so. then they would ask me the same question I just asked you, and we don't know the answer to that, and no one likes being wrong. No, no. So maybe, maybe we start with that John Daly first um, and kind of bring on both John Daly's and have a John Daly double take episode. I think that's perfect. I think that's really smart. That's a that's a really good approach. Exactly. Yes. Maybe you'll uh, get the invite back as well. I appreciate it. But let uh, me know when I can work the soundboard for you. I just want to get back in here. That's all I ask. Okay. Well, you have the itch. You, you need to scratch it. So, we'll <laughs> uh we'll get you out of here on on this on this one uh as we I like to end all my podcast the the one question that uh is really the LA faithful wants to know. They they look to our to our guests to be informative uh, and, and entertaining. So, what would be the one piece of advice that you would give the LA faithful that's listening to this episode today? When you see your celebrity idol or crush, do what John Daly would do. Grip it and rip it. Do not take any shortcuts. Do not ask them if they come here often. Give it the absolute full backswing and and dig in and ask them whatever the heck it is that you want to know about them. That, that's what I would leave the LAE, uh, the, the LAE audience with. Wow, that, that is the, the advice that they need. Um, <laughs> two, two examples here. We weren't able to, to do that. Maybe now... Through that advice, they will be able to accomplish it. It might not be the advice they want, but it's the advice they need. It is. It's always <laughs> the advice they need. So, Scott, this is uh, wrapped up our time. the uh, The airwaves are are winding down. How does it uh, How does it feel to have made it actually on this podcast? It feels really potentially good. potentially. Yeah, we're, right. we're still not one hundred percent sure this yeah. will go to the air. So, yeah, I haven't met your producer yet, so that, I, I don't true. know if uh, if he or she is a stickler for. Uh, you know the ums and the ahs and the plosives, but uh, I am I am super appreciative to be here. Uh, one, love continuing to build our relationship, of course, uh, as Bay Area uh, residents. Uh, two, uh, it's just great to be back on the mic. Uh, you know better than anyone in our short time together that I love to talk. Uh, so so radio was made for me, and uh, or I was made for radio. However, the saying goes. And I'm uh, I'm super thankful uh, that you invited me on, and uh, just happy to be here. Hope we can do it again soon. Absolutely. So, Scott McAdams, thank you for uh, joining, and thank you to the Isakaya by Katsuya Manhattan Beach. I believe that's the the sushi restaurant that uh, Scott was mentioning. So, thank you for the shout out, and thank you for the uh, upcoming spicy tuna rolls that uh, will be coming here shortly. Thanks to uh, Scott's hookup. Providing lunch for the next calendar year. Absolutely, absolutely. So for all of us here at the Luke Sassy Experience, we, we thank you for listening, as always. So take care, talk soon, and God bless.